Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, April the 7th. It is Wednesday of the Octave of Easter as we continue our post-resurrection appearance by Jesus. And today we examine one of the more famous and well-known encounters between Jesus and the disciples, contained only in the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. Luke 24, 13 through 35. It is the disciples on the road to Emmaus. Two of the disciples uh, of Jesus on that same day, the first day of the week, uh, they're going toward Emmaus, and, uh, which is about seven miles from Jerusalem. And of course, as they're walking, they're discussing everything that took place uh, over these last several days with the uh, arrest, the uh, passion, uh, the crucifixion, and now the story brought by the women, as we saw yesterday, that uh, they, Mary Magdalene has seen the Lord and has talked to him at the tomb and was told to go and report what happened to the disciples. And uh, Jesus appears. Jesus appears to them. Once again, this Jesus is bodily raised from the dead. But it is a resurrection in which Jesus is spirit-filled, Holy Spirit-filled, so that he appears. The normal, natural laws of space and time that those things are now transcended in the resurrection, in the resurrection. And uh, Jesus appears and he, he says to them, uh, what are you discussing? And they turn around and uh, in shock and Luke says distress. And they say, uh, are you the only resident of Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that went on these past few days and Jesus giving them the opportunity to voice what took place says what things and they said all that has to do with Jesus of Nazareth a prophet powerful in word and deed in the eyes of God and of the people and how our chief priests and leaders delivered him up to be condemned to death crucified him we were hoping that he was the one who would set Israel free. Beside all this today, the third day since these things happened, some of the women of our group have just brought some astonishing news, carrying the good news. They were at the tomb before dawn and failed to find his body, but returned with the tale that they had seen a vision of angels who declared he was alive. Of course, Mary Magdalene has her encounter with Jesus, her appearance by Jesus. Some of our number went to the tomb and found it to be just as the woman said, but him they did not see. No, because the body wasn't there, because he was resurrected, naturally. Uh, and so they are uh, in a depressed state. Their hopes have been dashed. The one that they hoped, 
would be the Messiah, the Savior, according to their expectation. It has not materialized. And so they're disillusioned and they're walking back to resume their everyday ordinary lives that they had before they met this Jesus. And Jesus says to them, what little sense you have, how slow you are to believe all that the prophets announced. And Jesus goes and opens the scriptures for them, opens the word of God, and he interprets for them every passage of scripture which referred to himself. By now, they were near the village where they were going uh, in Emmaus. And Jesus uh, pretends that he's going to go on farther. But the disciples that are walking there say to him, stay with us. It is nearly evening. The day is long spent. So he goes to stay with them. They invite Jesus. Stay with us. Uh, at some level, they know that this is no ordinary appearance or visitor. This is not just some ordinary stranger. Uh, and they invite him to stay. They open hospitality to him. And when he had seated himself, he pronounces the blessing, broke the bread, and began to distribute it to them, as he had done with the multiplication of loaves and fish. And Luke tells us, with that their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, whereupon he vanished from their sight. It is in the breaking open of the scriptures. It is in the blessing and distribution of the bread that their eyes are opened. And so it is with us. As the offering of the holy sacrifice of the mass, where the word of God is read and broken open in the sermon, the, the pulpit is bridged into the altar. The word of God and the very body and blood of Christ. It opens our eyes, not with sight, but with insight. Through the indwelling Holy Spirit, we see beyond the merely physical, beyond the material. We see the very depth of God working. Hence, when we offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass, every time we go, every time we participate, we grow in our eyes being opened, our heart being expanded, our ears being cleared so we can truly listen to what the Lord is saying to us. And the idea that somehow uh, I go to Mass and if I make it for the readings, fine, and if I don't, fine, as long as I Make it for communion. No, no. There is the liturgy of the word and there is the liturgy of the Eucharist. And they're inseparable. They are co-joined. They form a seamless garment, a seamless way to have our eyes, our whole being opened so that we can recognize Jesus in our daily lives. Uh, 
it's not simply to to hear it's to truly listen it's not simply to receive it's also to be nourished and shared the very body and blood of Christ and the disciples say were not our hearts burning inside as he talked to us on the road and explained the scriptures to us that's why the 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 being present really present for the reading of the word of god of, of meditating on the word of god it's not an option it's not a kind of add on it's an essential part of the eucharist essential part were not our hearts burning inside when he talked to us on the road and explained the scriptures so the scriptures and the very offering of the Eucharist itself form one great sacrament of God's revelation to us. And they return to Jerusalem, these disciples. They find the eleven and the rest of the company assembled. And they say to them, the Lord has been raised, it is true. He has appeared to Simon. And they recounted what had happened on the road and how they had come to know him in the breaking of the bread. They come to know him, not intellectually or conceptually, but they know him as alive, living, the risen Lord, in the breaking of the bread. Their hearts are burning inside, scriptures are opened and explained to them, and they have come to know him in the breaking of the bread and they proclaim the gospel. The Lord has been raised, it is true. And that is the great blessing and gift of offering each day, participating each day, entering each day into the mysteries and graces and blessings of reading of scripture and the receiving and the sharing and the living of the breaking of the bread and the one cup. The road to Emmaus is really the road that we all travel to some degree. For some of us, it's a, it's a long road. Some it's short, uh, not, not more of a jog than it is a marathon. But each and every day, the Lord appears to us. And what a wonderful, wonderful blessing it is to take time to spend a few minutes just reading the scriptures and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us so that indeed uh, our hearts may be burning. Uh, we may be filled with the word of God as we face the day. Many things we'll face today. We have no idea what they are. But we are nourished by the word and for those of you that are blessed enough to go to Mass on a regular basis during the week, to be nourished by the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the one cup, uh, that uh, they have come to know him, to know Christ again. Not as an idea, not as something we learn and memorize, but something that is a living reality 
closer to us than we are to ourselves. In the word and in the breaking of the bread, we come to know Christ. Each day before us is the road to Emmaus. We can be disillusioned and dispirited and think that once again, uh, all of this talk of Easter is just that talk. But if we truly invite the Lord, stay with us. The day is long spent. Stay with us each day, Lord. And through the Holy Spirit, may we stay with you. May we invite you. The Lord does not force his way into that, uh, into that place where the two disciples are. They ask him. They pressed him, as St. Luke says. Stay with us. And the Lord keeps company with us. That's why Jesus came, to keep company with us, so that we may keep company with him and the Father and the Holy Spirit for all eternity. So today, as we travel this day that the Lord has granted us, may we say with the disciples, Lord, stay with us, be with us, be within us. May indeed our hearts be burning through your holy word, and may we come to know you in the breaking of the bread and in the sharing of the cup. God bless you.